Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Tory Hunter is a five-time All-Star. He is a nine-time Gold Glove Award winner. He is a two-time Silver Slugger, and he is currently in the Minnesota Twins Hall of Fame. He joins us via the Brown and Crouppen uh, Celebrity Line, and Tory's here courtesy of Bet Online. Check out Bet Online for the most recent win totals, futures, and award odds for the upcoming Major League season. Tory, thanks so much for hopping on with us today let's start with the obvious man the Cardinals fans are finally going to be able to see Nolan Arenado in a Cardinals uniform today I got to get your thoughts what'd you think of the trade when the Cardinals officially acquired Nolan Arenado this guy is one of the best players in the game of baseball Uh, I've grown and and had a chance to get to know him uh, as a person Uh, this guy's an awesome person Uh, I, I saw him at the Gold Glove Awards like three years ago four years ago and um, and just a, a phenomenal person, man. We we've kept in touch over the last couple of years, and he's always checking on this old guy, seeing how I'm doing. You know, it's, it's amazing. So I'm I'm really glad to, that you guys have him because I grew up a Cardinals fan uh, in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. You guys were the Travelers in Double A uh, in Little Rock, Arkansas. So I would go up and see those guys play. So I grew up a Cardinals fan, and uh, so I, I do keep up with you guys a lot. So just having Nolan Arenado, one of my favorite players in the game of baseball today, this guy's a gold glover. He's going to hit no matter what. Uh, I tell all the kids that when I'm working with them, I want you to go watch Nolan Arenado the way he hits the ball and how he keeps his head down through the ball and drives the ball, line drives, and out of the park. Uh, so, yes, you guys got a future Hall of Famer that's uh, with the Cardinals right now. Tori, I'm curious, who was your favorite Cardinal player growing up? Because I'm assuming you saw plenty of Cardinals action. Oh, man, I, I remember seeing Willie McGee and, you know, uh, Bernard Gilkey. Um, I, I saw, seen so many pitchers uh, that come through there. But one of my favorites was Ozzie Smith. You know, anybody, you know, as a kid, you see a guy turn a backwards flip. And, uh, and I'm from Pine Bluff, Arkansas, and you see this African-American man turning a backwards flip. And, and and the odds the odds would actually fill balls between his legs and make plays and diving for balls. You're like, man, I want to be like that guy. <laughs> and uh, and he's one of the guy reasons why I play the game of baseball today. And 
And uh, uh, so, yeah, he was one of my favorite players growing up. That's awesome to hear, man. I know a lot of people's favorite players here in St. Louis. Tori, I'm curious, talking about Arenado, um, you know, you had had a very similar kind of career as Arenado because you were with the Minnesota Twins up to the age 31, 32, and then you moved on Mm -hmm. to another organization. What's that like for a player like Nolan Arenado, who all you know is one team and then you move on to another one? How tough is that to acclimate? Man, honestly, that's, that's tough. You know, you don't know if you're going to be accepted. Um, um, you just don't know the team. You didn't know their their system. Um, and that's what spring training is for. I bet you Nolan Arenado got down to spring training a lot earlier so he can get acclimated. Um, him, I saw that he had a, a okay spring training, but for him, he was just trying to get acclimated to the, the system, the way the Cardinals think, the way they go about doing their work. Um um, just, you know, trying to figure out a lot of different things in his swing uh, in spring training. So don't get caught up in what he did in spring training because when the bell rings, he's going to be ready to play. But I do tell you that the turf is different. Uh, he's, he's grown up in Colorado uh, his whole career, and now he's over here with the Cardinals. And uh, he really wants to be embraced by the fans, by the media, and by his teammates. And, uh, and that's up to you guys to go out and make him feel like he's at home. It's going to take him to get a big hit uh, to, to help the team win or win the game, and then that's when he's going to get to a point where he's like, I feel like I belong here, and that's what it's going to take. Nine-time Gold Glove center fielder Tory Hunter joining us here on 101 ESPN. Tori, I am curious because you played in some really good lineups over the course of your career. Nolan Arenado coming to St. Louis is now going to be batting right behind Paul Goldschmidt, a hell of a hitter in his own right. What is that like to have that kind of protection? Because Goldie didn't have that in the Cardinals lineup a year ago. How much does that help a player to be able to have somebody behind him with the reputation that Nolan Arenado has? Man, I I think Paul Goldschmidt is going to be banging because everybody knows the presence. And and really, you don't want uh, Nolan Arenado up at the plate. They have to pitch to Paul Goldschmidt who is no slouch, who would take you out of the park anytime, has tremendous amount of power, short stroke with power. And uh, I definitely think to to look forward to um, uh, Paul Goldsmith's numbers, it's going to be unbelievable. And he's going to hit. He's going to get more pitches to hit because he has a little more protection behind him. When I went over to Detroit uh, in 2013, I was 38 years old, but I hit in front of Miguel Cabrera. So they had to come after me. And I, I end up hitting, you know, 315 or 312 or something like that uh, at the age 38 in the major league. And I can promise you it's because they had to pitch to me and I had Miguel Cabrera hitting behind me. You know, speaking of the of the outfield, uh, Tori, I think that's an area that a lot of Cardinals fans and Major League Baseball fans are pe- keeping a close eye on in St. Louis because of guys named Dylan Carlson, Tyler O'Neill, some of these players that have big expectations for them. What's that like as a young player like in Dylan Carlson's shoes, who's somewhat of a rookie? He's got these expectations, but he's also a guy that has the track record to back it up. Man, you know what? It's, for a guy like that, you you know, you just be patient with him. And for himself, he has to go and just ask questions. You know, you're around some of the best players uh, uh, in, in Major League Baseball playing with the Cardinals. If you can just ask questions and, and always uh, um, uh, trying to seek wisdom to get make yourself better, I definitely think that that's what helps you as a, a young player. Um, and for the front office and for the Cardinals and the fans, 
I just think you have to be patient with those guys, allow them to fail fast. And uh, when they fail fast, they get over and make those adjustments and become the player that you you uh, you uh, perceive them to be. I'm curious, Tori, because you had a pretty similar start to your career as well. You, you came up and you were incredible early on, and then you were sent down to get some things worked out, and you ended up obviously going on to have an unbelievable career. What was that adjustment like for you when you got to the big leagues? What what kind of surprised you maybe early on, and what did you have to work on to be able to get to become the player that you ultimately were? Man, just my identity. You know, when I got there, uh, I listened to so many people because I, I didn't, you know, I, I felt like I had to. I didn't want to be uncoachable. So I listened to the third base coach, the first base coach, the pitch, pitching coach, uh, uh <laughs> The radio guy, I listened to so many guys because I did not want to be um, uncoachable. And I, I tried I tried everything as well. I went out there on the field. When I heard something, I said, man, that sounds good. And I go try it. It might work for a minute, then it goes away. Uh, so it wasn't until I got sent down in 2000, after being in the big leagues up off and on for three years, I got sent down in 2000. And I just said, forget it, man. I'm, I'm about to use my God-given ability, see ball and hit ball. And it worked out for me. And I really didn't get caught up in listening to too many people. I listened to the ones that had some great feedback. And whatever was good, I, I soaked it in and threw it out the other side of the ear if it was bad. And uh, and and, and it, there you go. My career just took off from there. Just you know, having confidence in my identity. You know, Tori, you speak about guys who, who have big voices surrounding some of these younger players. And you look at this Cardinals clubhouse. We've talked about a couple of them. Arenado, Goldschmidt. And then you go down the line, two guys that I know you're familiar with, and Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright. I mean, how crucial is it to have those veterans that have been there, that have done that, and have all of the wisdom when you're a younger player in, in the majors? I think it's the most important thing in the major leagues. And I think if there's a team out there, there's not too many that don't have more than three or four veterans on a team that guys can go and bounce things off of them on a day-to-day basis, especially the guys that have been to the postseason that played in big games. You actually got to have them on your team. And maybe sometimes a guy that can still do some damage uh, for your squad. But just having Yadier, Yadier Wainwright, um, uh, Paul Goldschmidt's been around a, a pretty long time. Just having these guys uh, there uh, for just to bounce things off of and how I feel. I feel this way. Well, I promise you, uh, Yada Year felt a certain type of way in certain moments and certain situations and certain times. We've all slumped and made adjustments, and they have those remedies that can help a lot of these young guys. So, you know, one of my favorite players for the Cardinals is the center fielder, uh, Bader, Harrison Bader. I, I love the way he plays the game. I think this guy got, has untapped uh, potential and, uh, and and a lot of growth with the Cardinals in the future. So uh, hopefully he's getting a lot of information, especially with Nolan Arenado coming over there. Tory Hunter joining us here on 101 ESPN. Tory, I did want to ask you actually about Harrison Bader because I love the guy. He gets a lot of uh, criticism here in St. Louis for sometimes his lack of production at the plate. But defensively, I mean, you would know as well as anybody, the guy is a wizard out there at times. What What is it about Bader's game that appeals to you in particular? I mean, he plays hard. He plays the game hard. He has speed. Uh, he plays really good defense. And I think defense keeps you around a long time. And, and, and most teams are more patient when you can really play some, some defense and they're more patient with you on offense. But I'm just saying just having Yachty here and 
I don't know what kind of person he is. I don't know if he's that type of person that asks those questions and try to get information from those guys. But I know if I had, if I was his age and I was young and, and, uh, and I had Nolan Arenado and Yadier and Wayne Wright, I would ask those guys too many questions. Wayne Wright, you know, I, want, I learned from pitchers how to hit because they tell me what they're going to throw in certain situations, and it helps me realize as a hitter that this is what they're possibly going to do. And Yadier is a catcher, and Nolan Arenado, uh, who, who's, you know, banged his whole career, I'm, I'm using those guys. I'm talking to those guys. I want your wisdom. So hopefully he gets a chance to talk to them and, and have a better 2021. Tori, final question from me. You played in an era where the New York Yankees pretty much dominated every season. It felt like they were always in the World Series. And right now in the <laughs> National League specifically, the Dodgers and the Padres seem like powerhouses. As a team and as a group of guys, how do you view a season when you, when everyone looks at two teams and say, these are the teams that are going to be the toughest to beat? Oh, man. I, you know what? Yankees, they have... Every year we, we have to face the Yankees. We get to the playoffs and somehow we got the, the short end of the <laughs> stick. And our payroll was $11 million. Their payroll was over $100 million. <laughs> so we, we made minimum wage, and these guys are like CEOs. <laughs> and, 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 uh, and, and it showed on the field. You know, um, these guys, are, they were veteran guys. Most of the guys were free agents. The Yankees have the big payroll, and they can afford those guys. The Twins had caps, and they said that, that, you know, at that time they didn't spend the money to go get these big, big guys with a core group of players. And uh, so we, we were just a minimum wage team that proved a lot of people wrong. And so we had more guts and glory. These guys are really polished uh, with the Yankees. And that's what the Dodgers are. The Dodgers, they, their pockets are, uh, are full of ones and, and 20s, and they can go out and, and, uh, and go get a guy like Trevor Bauer and uh, Mookie Betts and all these players like that and, and stack their team. Now the Padres say, hey, man, we have to compete with these guys and we want to win now. We've been behind uh, uh, in the shadows for a long time and now we're trying to come out uh, and be the, be the light. So these guys are spending money as well, and, and they made themselves into contenders as well. Tori, it's been a pleasure to have you on today. Thanks so much for the time. Always appreciate it. We'll talk with you again soon, my friend. All right, fellas. Take care, man. Good talk to you. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.